Good morning, welcome to Emmett Audio. So, I want to talk today about parenting a little bit. Um, but it does tie into behavior for people who are not parents. Um, so, if you don't have kids, don't just turn this off because you think it's not for you. I do think this will get to a point that will be helpful for everyone. So for both of our daughters in the last 12 hours, there have been conversations that I've had with them uh, where both of them have described behavior on their own part that was meant to describe behavior where somebody else was bothering them. Somebody else's behavior was bothering them. And in both instances, we found ourselves saying, both me and my wife, to the girls, uh, you know, this is, this is not what we expect from you in terms of your own behavior in this dynamic. We expect better from you. And in both instances, our daughters have said, but this other person isn't behaving this way. This other person, it's this other person's fault. What am I supposed to do? You know, they're, they're acting the way they're acting. I'm just reacting. And we've had to reiterate, no. You were not raised to behave like that. We expect better from you. Right? Uh, well, I'll give, I'll give one reaction, you know. If this boy's foot is in your way when you're pulling in your chair, you ask him politely to move it. It doesn't matter what you think he's going to say or how he's behaved to you in the past. You still behave politely in the moment. And, uh... You know, it's an interesting part of parenting when you feel like you need to call your kids out on some behavior that's less than stellar. No, it's not bad behavior, right? It's not like they actually did something that was bad. But it was more, there's a lot of behavior that falls into this gray zone of like, you didn't do something that was bad, but you also didn't handle the situation particularly well. Sometimes it's a lot to ask you to handle the situation particularly well. But this is part of what parenting is, is saying these are the standards for how you should act. When you fall short of those standards, we will remind you of the standards. And here's where it gets to everybody. In both instances of our daughters not behaving as they ought to have behaved. The situation was one in which they were not taking responsibility for their own part in the dynamic, for their own behavior. And sometimes your own behavior can be a lack of certain behavior, right? It doesn't have to be that you behave badly. It could be that you failed to behave politely. And that's almost more hard to see. And there's a 
it falls under this category of humans. We are good at trying to shunt responsibility, particularly in things where we don't necessarily identify that we should have a responsibility. So, for instance, you know, neither of these scenarios were areas where the kids sh should feel like they should have accepted a lot of response. You know, it's not like they're responsible for the other person and how they behave. But we are always responsible for ourselves and how we behave. And very often in life, especially when someone bothers us, bugs us, frustrates us, if it's, especially if it's an ongoing thing and we don't like the person, it's fairly common for us to subconsciously tell ourselves, well, this person, it's this person's fault because they're the one behaving in the bad way. I'm behaving in the good way, right? I didn't do anything to them. They did bad stuff to me. And that might be true. But what your mind is preventing you from seeing when it's telling you this is that you are still responsible for how you behave in each moment going forward with those people. And you have it within your power to behave in a way that is how you wish the other person would see you, right? You could fall to their level and behave in the way that, that is similar to how they're behaving to you or one step better but one step better is not actually behaving well. And this is why it's good to have certain standards where you just understand in your mind that like, you know, when you're pulling in your chair and someone else's foot is in the way, this happens at the dinner table with us all the time. And we've had to talk to our various daughters about this. When you're pulling in your chair at the dinner table and someone else's foot is in the way, you pause and you say, excuse me and you let them get their foot out of the way. You at least give them the chance to hear your desire for them to move their foot. That's just like a, it's like a basic pattern of human politeness. And it doesn't matter what the person has done to you over time, you still behave in that way because repairing relationships and developing new relationships with people that are not based on the same wounds of the past comes down to the smallest of changes. It has to start with the smallest of changes over time. And it comes down to you resolving to change the tone in moments when you can change the tone. And for that to happen, you have to take responsibility. It's good for me to talk about this because I'm sure there are plenty of places in my own life where I have failed to take responsibility for my own actions in response to someone else for the exact same reasons. I'm blind to them because I'm so caught up in how they're behaving that I'm failing to consider how I'm behaving in response or how I'm behaving in the first place. And we all have these. And it's kind of rare for somebody to be in a position to call you out on it, right? This is why having a parent who will do that is such a gift because who else in your life is going to have 
the credibility and the feel the responsibility to you to tell you to say and you know, tell you to change your behavior to point it out to you and say hey I expect better from you your friends are very rarely going to do that partly because they most of them won't have the credibility and those that do it's not their responsibility as a parent of a child you have a unique role in the world of actually being responsible for this aspect of your child's development and it's explicitly there which makes it a fairly unique situation whereas in much of life we operate without this uh, check on our ego so we have to find it out for ourselves we have to see it for ourselves one of the ways that I see it for myself when I can I'm sure I don't get all of them is when somebody is bothering me to ask myself what I am doing to create that situation it's not a an accepting of full responsibility for the entire thing it's merely a, a way of trying to bring some balance to what would otherwise be a very unbalanced preference to say this person behaved like a jerk and instead to say okay this person's behaving like a jerk what am I doing that's feeding that dynamic how can I change it and I know there are times when I don't see it but when I do see it and I can ask myself that question a lot of times I can see ways in which I'm behaving subconsciously without even thinking about it and justifying things to myself that if I were to consciously say them to myself I'd be horrified that's not what I believe this is one of the many ways in which having kids is a blessing because it helps you see explicitly things that are happening in your own life but it's just easier to see them in someone else's life thank you for listening talk tomorrow